You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Monday, everyone. On today's show, we're going to talk about an injury that's going to definitely make an impact on Boston College football. We're also going to talk about the ACC and a possible alliance with other conferences. And finally, we will talk about linebackers. So let's kick it off by talking conference realignment because that's the most fun thing to talk about when it comes to college football. On Friday, The Athletic and Max Olson in particular reported that there have been high-level talks between the Atlantic Coast Conference, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12. Now, what that meant is that they've been talking about creating an alliance, a scheduling alliance that would allow the, the different conferences to have exclusive scheduling abilities between the three conferences. This is a big deal for the the way that uh, conferences are looking at uh, how the future of college football is. Obviously, this has been kicked off by the, the, the initial blow by the SEC with the additions of Texas and Oklahoma. These three other conferences, they had to figure something out. And what they're thinking of is figuring out a way to kind of combine their resources, combine their, re- their, their uh, strengths to take on the SEC. Now, this is a whole bunch of different things. First of all, it puts those three schools on a bit of a a closer playing field to the SEC. Now, SEC money-wise is still going to be far superior to those three conferences, but it'll give each of those member schools, I think I saw somewhere between 5 to $7 million if they got it down the way that they've been talking about. Now, again, this is all just perce- uh, conceptual right now. They're still just talking about it. It has nothing. It's not been done yet. Uh, now, the ramifications for something like this, as I just said, those three school, those conferences would be great, would be uh, a bunch of different things. First of all, Think about if you're Boston College, right? Right now, you look at the schedule. It's the same thing basically every year. You get Clemson, Wake Forest, you know, NC State, Syracuse, and Louisville. And it's the same, and you get a couple other schools. You get Virginia Tech and then some out-of-conference games. How much better would it look like if you're like, oh, I get, you know, these couple of, you know, we play these ACC schools every year. Maybe we don't play Virginia Tech anymore. Now we also play Stanford. We play UCLA. We play Michigan. And we play Purdue this year. Instead of playing, you know, uh, Ball State or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like you get some really good schools. And I think what they're going to look at when they're trying to schedule this is like each year, you know, each school will get, you know, either one or two from each conference. So you get like maybe one or two Pac-12 games and one or two uh, AC uh, Big Ten games. Who, would, who wouldn't want some Pac-12 after dark? Wouldn't you want to watch a Boston College game against Oregon at like 11 o'clock at night? I mean, I wouldn't because I'm a dad and I have to get up the next morning. But, I mean, Pac-12, Pac-12 after dark is a lot of fun. So there's that piece. Just from the, the um, scheduling perspective, it would be fun. Secondly, this would also put the screws to Notre Dame. So they would basically be forced to maybe make a decision on who what uh, joining the ACC. Because think of it this way. Why is Notre Dame not joining the ACC right now? It's their scheduling freedom. And what schools do they want to play? They want to play Stanford. They want to play Michigan State. They want to play USC. They want to play these, you know, at, you know, these Pac-10 schools and Pac-12 schools and these Big Ten schools. 
if they're part of a scheduling uh, alliance and that scheduling alliance says, you know what, Notre Dame, if you don't want to join us, then you're you're out. You can schedule Navy, Army, and uh, UMass every year, and good luck trying to figure out the rest. Um, maybe then that's the thing that makes Notre Dame go, okay, well, we're, we're kind of screwed. But hey, you know, you know, we can frame it that, hey, you're going to get what you want too because all those schools that you want are now part of our group. So hey, you can do that. So maybe you get Notre Dame to be part of it. That's another addition. The last part um, is a negative. If this was to happen, if these three conferences were to join forces to battle the SEC, the the wicked the wicked force in the South, um, the there's a big loser in this, and you could probably guess who that is right away, and that's the Big Twelve. So obviously, if there's a Power Five conferences right now, there's the you know the SEC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the ACC, and the Big Twelve, and you're missing one of them in this new realigned future, the Big 12 is is pretty much dead. Now, they could try some things, like maybe, you know, they could figure out a way to add, uh, like, UCF and Memphis and uh, SMU and some, you know, some of the, you know, Boise State, some of the bigger G5 schools that have been powerhouses and try to, like, really build them up. But in reality, is that the same as having like Ohio State? It's not. It's it, as much as they want to say it is. It's not. So that would that this seems to me like the Big Twelve will uh, probably falter because you got to also imagine too, like West Virginia is going to see this and go, I want to be part of the ACC now. I don't want to be a part of this. And then um, you know some of the other schools like maybe Oklahoma State's like I'm going to go to the Pac-12 or I'm going to go to the SEC. So. You get a feeling it's gonna, it's gonna. If this happens, it could come down to, um, basically, we're down to two conferences now. You know that that conglomerate and the SEC. So we'll have to see how this kind of shapes up because it's all again, it's all just talk right now. Now, if you like the show and you're getting ready for football, because I know I am, you need to check out the Fantasy Live show. Have fantasy football questions you need answers before the draft? Don't miss Locked On Fantasy Live on Wednesday, August 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern, streaming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer your questions live or submit them ahead of time to Locked On Network on Twitter. I need to watch this show because, you know, you know, let's be real here. My team last year were terrible because I drafted Cam Newton as my quarterback, and he was awful. So I could really watch this fantasy live show and hopefully get a better idea of not blowing up my team again in the first week. But we'll be back in just a moment when we talk about an injury that is already making a, a, a making me feel a little queasy about the future of Boston College football for this season. But before we do that, let's chat a little bit about sweat block. Sweat block is for the men and women who sweat. I am a sweater and it's doctor created, it's doctor recommended, it works up to seven days per use. It's a little wipe, you just wipe it where you sweat and boom, if it doesn't work, they have a money back guarantee. And it's been used everywhere. It's been featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by firefighters and has over 13,000 reviews on Amazon. Now, if you are like me, you sweat all the time. And I hate having to go out, especially right now during the summer, because I feel like I'm sweating through everything, like whether it's a shirt or a suit. I can't go to weddings. Now, sweat block is perfect for that. Nobody likes pitting out during a show or, you know, a speech. You just wipe this on. 
and it's more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You just apply it at night before bedtime, boom, you wake up, wash, and you're good to go for the next day, guaranteed. I know this sounds too good to be true, but I literally only have to use sweat block once or twice a week, and it keeps me dry the whole time. So check them out. Get it, get, on, get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code Locked On, or at Amazon or CVS. The Locked On Boston College podcast is supported in part by the Charlestown Law Group. You need to know about the Charlestown Law Group. If you or someone you know have recently received a traffic violation, speeding or other moving violation that you would like to contest, then you need to call the Charlestown Law Group. Attorney Jason Campbell and his team can and will help you fight the ticket. Did you know that a moving violation can stay on your insurance record for five to six years? One conviction can cost you thousands. If you want to win, you generally need an attorney. Why not hire a professional litigator with a track record of success? Jason Campbell at the Charlestown Law Group will fight for you. He's a proud Boston College grad and an experienced litigator that will be able to tell you if you have merit before you go to court, saving you both time and money. The Charlestown Law Group will fight tickets anywhere in Massachusetts, and they offer discounted rates for Boston College students and alumni. The Charlestown Law Group specializes in traffic violations, and they will fight for you. Call them immediately at 617-872-8652. That's 617-872-8652 for a free consultation, or visit thecharlestownlawgroup.com. Go Eagles! Welcome back. This is Locked On Boston College. Now, we've been positive about this upcoming season for over you know, three months now, I feel like. I feel like every day I get on, I'm, I'm really positive. And you know that when spring, uh, summer practice begins, that bad news is going to happen. You, sometimes it's transfers. A lot of times it's injury because football is a violent game. And as much as you you know want everyone to come through healthy, it happens every year. Last year, it was Kobe White. Remember, he got hurt. It seemed like a couple weeks in a training camp and he was gone for the season. Well, 2021's here and it hasn't changed and we Boston College has already lost a player for the season reported reported by Pete Thamel uh that Chibuzi Anwuka the defensive tackle who transferred to Boston College last year from Buffalo is going to miss the whole season with an injury that he sustained during training camp. This is brutal for Boston Colleges. The Eagles already had a uh, relatively, I I, want to say kind of weak, I don't want to say weak, a questionable, let's say they're questionable, defensive line. You don't have like the big thumpers like Zach Allen or Harold Landry on there, and you definitely don't have the defensive tackles like a BJ Raji or Ron Brace that they've had in the past. Chibuzi and Wuka was going to be probably the most, he definitely would have been the most experienced, probably the most um, talented defensive tackle they had uh, last year. You know, he came in, he started I think five or six games out of eleven, but he was playing in almost all of them. And you know, the starts don't really matter. He just he'd come in at different parts. Uh, but he was talented. I mean, you know, a guy that could really um, disrupt passing games and was stout on the defensive tackle uh, against the run. You know, he had two and a half sacks. He had, I mean, two and a half tackles for losses. He had two forced fumbles. You know. For a defense that Boston College had has this year that definitely has question marks already, and many people are still wondering what they're going to look like, losing a player like Anwuka is definitely a big loss because you know he was going to be stability. He's a graduate student. He's been here before. He decided to come back for that extra year, and now he's gone. Um, not sure if because of um, with this whole COVID thing, and he, you know he got that extra year of eligibility because of COVID. If he still could come back for another year, or even if he'd be interested, I mean, gosh, he's gonna be like 24, 25 at this point. Maybe he just wants to move on with his life. But you know, it's it's a bummer. So where does Boston College go from here? This is the first big loss Boston College has a starter, a player that you knew was gonna start. And the worst part about this is, you, and Wuka 
was going to start against another question mark because we don't know who the second defensive tackle was going to be because uh, Luke Beckett transferred and the that position still has question marks. So if you go to bcbulletin.com, my site, and you check out um, some of our articles from the last day, you can read about who I put up as potential um, replacements. But I'm going to go over it now because I want to give you uh, my lowdown on each candidate and who I think will be the starting two and kind of give you more of a, of a feel of what actually will happen. So Cam Horsley is the one that you're going to want to watch. You know, last year he had 13 tackles and a uh, tackle and a half for loss and a fumble recovery. He was a big name coming out of practice reports last year. Um, we've talked about this on the podcast a lot. You can check out our, our review of the defensive tackle position, but his workload increased as the season went on. Um, you know, after a big camp, he's really, I think there's real high potential for Horsley. And this could be his opportunity to jump in the starting lineup for the next three years. I really like him, and I can't wait to see what he can do. Going into the season, even with Unwuka here, I, I assume that Horsley would have been the other defensive tackle to start. Um, but now he's going to have, I, I assume he's going to have to be, so he's going to be one. The other name, I think there's a couple other names that you're going to want to watch for too. Chris Banks is a transfer from Temple. He's a junior. Now, if you don't remember his story, he's actually been on Lockdown Boston College. If you go back, I think in, like, right around when he uh, transferred, probably like January, he came on and talked to us. So um, he had 18 tackles, three tackles for a loss last year for Temple before transferring to Boston College. Now, back in the days when he was being recruited, he originally committed to Boston College uh, for Steve Adazio. Now he's back. He's big and physical. I've heard great things about him from Jeff Halfley and his staff. They really think highly of him. Um, he's I think he's primed to take that big next step and become a starter. Uh, so I'm not sure if he'll, you know, there's three real big names I can't wait to see uh, who takes it. But Banks is another big one to watch for. The next one is TJ Ram. Now, TJ Ram has 66 tackles in his career, nine tackles for a loss. This is a guy that has shown flashes of like, you know, at one point, I believe a couple years ago, I referred to him as, I think me and Mark Herzlick had both said the same thing, that he reminds you of, of B.J. Raji at times, but it's not consistent. He's obviously not B.J. Raji, but he's had those moments. So um, maybe he becomes more of a situational player. Maybe he starts. I mean, he started more than Boozy did last year. Um they need to see him really step up and take that next step. Um, but he could be one. He's a, he's a graduate student. He's got a couple more years left. I mean, he's got one more year left. Another big name to watch for is Isaiah Henderson. This is a name that you may not be familiar with. Isaiah Henderson was a player that Adazio's staff really liked. He, they were really high on him as a freshman. He played in four games, had four tackles, but he missed all of last year with an injury. Um, I think, you know, I've heard the new staff, they really like him too. So there's something there with him. There is really something there with Isaiah Henderson. And I'm not sure um, if he'll be the starter this year or uh, my thought is those four guys, I think there's going to be some combination and all four of them will play. I'm sure that's probably the four that you're going to see on the two deep. Um, but I don't, I'm not sure of those four, who's going to be the starter. If I was a guess, my, my two starters, I would think will be Ram and, um, and Banks, but I'm not sure. I, I can't tell you why, <laughs> you know, you got to see the practices to be able to do that. And then finally, there's some other options that could be it as well. There is, uh, Ryan Beatro. He's played a bunch. He's from Lawrence Academy. Um, he strikes me as more lower on the depth chart, but he never know. He could, he could play it out in, in practice. And then there's two freshmen, Owen Stoudmire and Nigel Tate. Uh, both have not practiced with the team until the summer, so they're a little bit behind schedule. Um, and that's okay. 
the part about Nigel Tate that strikes me is he's 6'3", 340 pounds. That is a dude. That guy is huge. Um, and I, 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 I'll have to share a picture of him on Locked on BC Twitter tomorrow. There's a picture of him I used with his recruiting pic, uh, his recruiting post on BC Bulletin. He looks like a giant man chasing a kid. Um, he's humongous. I'm not sure. I, I hope. I don't wonder if the 340 is like the, the weight they want, um, or if they're gonna have to fix that, or whatever he's at. Uh, but he's he's intriguing. So there's just two other names you might want to watch for as well. Now we'll we'll keep an eye on the injuries as we continue down the road. Um, and just as a side note too, I had mentioned on the podcast that Media Day is on Tuesday this week, and I have a whole bunch of interviews. Well, they postponed it because there was an issue with scheduling that they had to kind of fix about. So hopefully we'll be able to get there for another day. Um, but just keep your eyes on that so don't be disappointed that i don't have anything when i when um, we record later this week and to wrap up our conversation in a, in a moment we're going to talk about linebackers and uh we'll get into where they're at and um some of the comments that halfley has made and and get into what i think will happen at the linebacker position heading into 2021 but before we do that let's talk about bill bar i love talking about bill bar it's a uh, protein bar covered in 100% chocolate. It is delicious and it comes in nine great flavors and a bunch of specialty flavors. And right now, I heard that they have a rocky road coming out. I can't wait to try that. Uh, they also have coconut, coconut almond, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. There's something for everyone. You can even get the multi uh, variety back if you don't know which one. You get two pe- of each of the nine flavors. And if you like them, try them out because they have 17 grams of protein. Most have only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with four, four net carbs. It's perfect for the keto diet or those who are trying to watch their weight. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now let's chat about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball is in full swing and football is right around the corner and you can track it all at BetOnline. Before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as the teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head on to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code LOCKEDON on your first deposit. Again, promo code LOCKEDON and you're going to receive a 50% welcome bonus. You can't beat that. BetOnline your online sportsbook experts. We're going to get into linebackers in just a minute, but I want to tell you about Locked on Bets. Betting on college football doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're talking about linebackers here on Locked On Boston College, and this is a big question heading into the season, as Boston College has lost two of their starting linebackers, Max Richardson and Isaiah McDuffie, and they're going to have a handful of uh, linebackers who are vying to get that starting position. And I think the um, Halfley talked about it last week at practice, you know, Many of us have, have already had assumptions in our brain. Oh, this guy's going to be the starter. It's definitely not going to be him. Halfley says they're all battling for it right now. And there are so many different options and, and permutations of what linebacking group could be the starters and how they utilize all these players that it's fascinating to think about and even more to talk about. So when you look at it, the first name that pops up is Isaiah Graham Mobley, who did a... Um, 
what I can only call a, a wrestling move where he was on his back and flipped up to basically a standing position with all his pads on today at practice. Pretty incredible for a guy that's like 240 pounds. Um, you can check that out on BC Eagles Twitter. But anyways, he's a transfer from Temple. Um, you know, he's the more the t- t- prototypical linebacker. He's quick. He's mad agile. He definitely fits what... Uh, you know, Halfley's doing, and they, the staff has been um, effusive in their praise of his play so far. So he's someone to watch for. And then next to him, you you know, or I, I mean, Isaiah Graham movie might, might not be the starter, but there's a bunch of different options. So, you know, there's the couple guys that were former safeties that they've moved down the linebackers, and those two would be Cam Arnold and Bryce Steele. Now, Halfley has already said that he really wants speed at that linebacker position. He wants speed all over the place. So what better way to get speed than move a a former defensive back, that in this case safeties, up and making them more of the physical linebackers, but ones with speed. So Arnold last year, he was a strong safety with BC. He's going to get a chance to play at linebacker. Will he start? We don't know. Uh, but he gives them some options, and he's fast. He's he's got some good speed. He's not a slow thumper. Same thing with Bryce Steele. Bryce Steele is you know a hybrid safety linebacker. He's a freshman, uh, four star from South Carolina, flipped from uh, the Gamecocks, um, and he's exciting. I don't know if he's going to be able to get the starting job either. But so there's those guys, and then you have more of the prototypical linebackers, guys like Vinny De Palma, Nick Danucci. Joe Sparacio, and even maybe some of the freshmen like Owen McGowan or Casey um, uh, Casey Finney. Now, you want speed, but you do need physical linebacker. And Hugh Davis, sorry, I didn't mean to leave Hugh off of this. Um, you need physical linebackers too. And, you know, as much as you want to say that like maybe Arnold or, or Steele are faster, guys like Finney De Palma are pretty quick. Danucci's not too, a slow guy either. So you got all these different guys you now they're all battling and that's great because you know you want the cream to rise to the top you want these guys working their butts off to see who gets uh that position you don't want to just hand it to someone um and what we get out of all of this is two linebackers that hopefully will fit halfway system and get them to the next level now we just talked about uh boozy being hurt uh boozy and wuka you know they're going to need some good linebackers to kind of to battle that now, so people have been asking me, who do I think will be the starting two linebackers? And I already gave it to us, uh, to, to my premium members on the Discord channel last week. Um, and it's not really a Discord like uh, exclusive. I'll give it to you here too, because it's not really that big of a deal. Um, my two, my two exclusive, my linebackers, I think. Isaiah Graham Mobley is my, like, if I was a betting man, I would put him as 100%. I'm a, I feel like he's going to get it. Um, barring something bad happening. He'll be one. And my other guess is, and I know people want like Bryce Steele or Cam Arnold. I don't think it'll be them. I think my my other guess is Vinny De Palma. Um, I, you know, he's got the speed. He's got the experience. I like what he's been able to do. I think he, he'll fit into his halfway system. I think he'll be there. Now, that being said, that does not mean that Bryce Steele, Cam Arnold, and these other guys won't find a role because, you know, you're... If you saw anything with Halfley's system last year, he likes to cycle guys in and out. Now, Richardson and McDuffie were basically out there because there wasn't really much depth left. Sparacio and De Palma were hurt last year, and you know they didn't have a lot of depth at linebacker. Now they do. I wouldn't be surprised if, based on packages, you saw Cam Arnold out there, you saw Bryce Steele out there. You'll see those guys play. I just think, like, 
on paper, the two starting linebackers will be Isaiah Graham Mobley and uh, Vinny De Palma. That's my guess. Um, and I could be totally wrong, but that's where I'm at. So we'll find out more about this as we go along. On tomorrow's show, we'll continue getting ready for the season, man. I'm getting excited about this. We'll have more to talk about. If you like my podcast, please go to YouTube and type in Locked On Boston College. You'll find my my site. You just hit it. Hit subscribe. Subscribing on YouTube is absolutely free. And you'll get all our podcasts there. We'll be doing special edition shows during the season. I'll be giving you special uh, behind-the-scenes Locked On Nows. Uh, when I get to interview people, there'll be some of those up there. You're going to get all sorts of goodies on the Locked On page. So make sure you hit the subscribe on YouTube. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LockedOnBC. You can find me on Twitter at AJ Black. Uh, AJ Black underscore BC. I got the little blue check mark. Find me there. We'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.